Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a hump day Wednesday, a cold Wednesday here in the Valley of the Sun. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, thousands of people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands every year, millions, go to allamericangold.com. We post five days a week, articles up there every single day, videos. Uh, We probably do well over 100 articles, and I don't even know how many videos we we put up there every single week. Uh, The podcast, so you can listen to this show anytime you want. Matter of fact, if you go out to allamericangold.com and you go to where the podcast is and you follow us, it'll actually notify you when we put a new podcast up. Uh, so make sure you do that. Uh, our medals program, all our information about the, the, without a doubt, the single best program in the industry today. No doubt about it. Make sure if you're not a part of that, you get involved with the medals program. Uh, you, all of our products you can order online. You can do all that stuff. Uh, so make sure uh, you take the time to to do all of those things. And I and I'm going to tell you. We're just getting started with it. I mean, it's the way of the world now. We got a a tweeting president, and we're going to be. I I don't know how long it's going to take us. I think it's going to be weeks, maybe days. But we are going to be. Uh, we'll have a new Facebook page coming out. We'll have a Twitter. I guess what do you call it? an account? I believe is the word. Homer just walked in. I know you're uh, you're on the phone. It's a Twitter account. You'd have a Twitter account. We're gonna have a Twitter account. Next and thing you know, he's gonna have a Snapchat account, an Instagram account, and what other? Well, not me, but but, but the company, will, yes. and, and they yes. should. I mean, yes. if you're gonna do business in this age, you need to be on social media. I need to be able to. You got to be able to go out there and insult people. You've got to be able to go out and give your opinion and be a keyboard warrior. Where you can sit behind your laptop and voice your opinion, and then just sit there in the dark. I, I'm going to say this: the all kind, <laughs> so much trouble. This social media, so many people are are being fired today because of their uh, tweets or their Facebook post about all of the the protest marches. Uh, I don't know if you know this now. Apparently, Greenpeace now is against Donald Trump. Did you see that? Not a surprise. Yeah, they're, I, I, they're a tree-hugging liberal organization. Of course they're against him. Apparently protesters unfurled a giant orange and yellow banner that says, Resist! Yes, everybody resisted the 270-foot crane at a construction site blocks away from the White House. It said that the protester dangling from a... A horizontal arm of the crane opened the banner, and they said that it was uh, a big message. It just said, resist. And then Greenpeace, I guess, said they, they were the ones responsible. It was 70 feet by 35 feet, 
and they said that they're calling for resistance to President Donald Trump. So is that is does what's the definition of resistance to them? Is that um, attacking uh, private business owners and breaking their windows? Is well, that apparently, I, obviously, I, I think this is against the okay, law. Okay, right? so I, that's against the law. Endangering themselves and how many others? But that's fine. Is that what they're promoting? That's fine. It's defiance, and it's more division. It's more division being thrown in our face, and this time it's by a tree-hugging company that wants to save the whales and the trees, and then they want to have a yellow pudding bottle. I don't know. Oh, Bill, calm down. Jello, I don't think you can make those references anymore. I'm not sure. I don't know what the rules are. Uh, what? Jello pudding pop? What's well, you know, because, you know, they... Oh, because he's, uh... No, he won't listen. Sorry. Now, I, I could understand I if they were out there protesting Bill Cost because he's actually done it. But... You put the bill in the drink and the girl will like you. you. But on the good news, the Dow has hit 20,000. It's amazing. It. Yes. Yeah. No one's dancing in the streets. No. It's amazing. No, 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 no. Oh, they're protesting they're in protesting. the streets. They're protesting. Well, they're not dancing. But they're, they're not giving Donald Trump any credit for that. Is it, well, is they are. And they, oh, it depends on what half the people are and half the people aren't, I guess. Is I don't it, know. What's the real news? Or is it fake news? <laughs> I don't, are we misinformed? Did we really hit 20,000? Did right. we? So the all kinds of uh, more, I'm sure this, I, I really do, get waiting for another wave of protest. Uh, Donald Trump living up to campaign promises as he's getting ready for more executive action uh, today, it's going to be he's going to start building the wall, and he, he's actually what, what he's going to do is he's going to reappropriate some monies so he doesn't have to go to Congress to start that. Uh, they're also going to put a temporary ban on. Refugees coming in from Syria, Iraq, Somalia, Libya, you know, the countries where, you know, Yemen, uh, the bad guys are coming from, amongst other things, living up to all of those campaign promises. And then I guess the other big news of the day is they're going to start an investigation into voter fraud as well. Donald Trump will not let that go. Let me tell you and right he now, already won. He doesn't he already need won, to investigate. I got real. I, I don't know if we're, we're up against the break. I think. Yeah, there it is. There's, I actually got an opinion on this. I'm going to, you know what? Because I pay for the show, I'm going to let you all know about it. I'll tweet about it some other time. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Butter in the biscuit, double J in the love, Patriot Radio News Hour. Welcome to Hump Day. <laughs> it, I I really don't know anymore. I I don't understand, and 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 part of you know I say that, but actually I really do understand. We've been telling you for a while, revolution is coming, and you're we're seeing it, and it's not stopping. I can just imagine now with the with the executive action for the wall and the immigration stuff, you're going to see all kinds of protests happening all over the place again, and all of that stuff. And and 
you know, they've been making this big deal about voter fraud, right? And Donald Trump has said, hey, listen, I'm three to five million votes were cast for my uh, his opponent, his opponent illegally. And he's and, saying and, that in California, where there's a high volume of illegals, you don't have to show ID. Remember that. Well, remember all one of thing. these things. And I guess here's my point on it. Anybody, because the media is acting like like this guy is just going off half cocked. There's no, there's no nothing to support this whatsoever. And I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me? Right? How many times have we heard about dead people voting? Right? Criminals voting, illegal aliens voting. The real issue here is again, shame on the media for what not actually doing any investigating into it because you know what? They don't care about it. What they hate though is somebody shining a light on it. And and and, and I don't know what the the number is what he says. I don't know. My opinion is probably probably pretty close. And the reason I say that is because most of the people that are going to register to vote illegally are going to be voting liberally. Right? They're not white-collar criminals. They're blue-cloth-collar criminals, right? So I'm, I'm just amazed. I really am. And they act, and they try to portray this 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 guy as some loose cannon who's got these crazy notions and ideas, and everybody should be so aghast by it. And I sit there and I'm watching this stuff, and I'm thinking, and the only thing that's embarrassing is the people, like you know, I'll just use Anderson Cooper as one of them, right? Right, you you can't actually believe what you're saying, can you? Because we all know that's exactly what's been happening. I find it personally a simple. You said the word belief. What are your beliefs? And I had to do some research on this, Joe, but to really find out what is it that liberals believe in. And do you know that... Okay. The, 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 what? Okay. God, so what I, do liberals believe? It's like a game show. This is a game show. What do liberals believe in? And I, I have this here for you. Do I get to well, guess? Go ahead. But I, can I read this to you afterwards? But, oh, yeah. I, I like, but, but, but is there and like a we'll list? Do, is there we'll, a list? There, uh, there's an actual definition, okay, that's out there. Of what a liberal is. Of what a liberal is. And this is a... I because I, I would say, it would be fair to say... That the big divide today, right now, okay. is between liberal socialism, yeah. okay, right? Liberal socialism. The I'll call it the Bernie Sanders movement. Yep. Which is give everything to everybody. Everything's free. Schools free. College is free. Retirement is free. Jobs are for everything free. Illegal aliens, you're free. Uh, refugees, you're free. Everybody's free. Women, you're you're free. Uh, old people, you're free. Gay, lesbian, all the the, the alphabet. I don't even know all the letters. L G B T Q U R. Well, I don't know. Q E B A B C I O U. You're all free. Free. 
But what is it liberals believe in? Mm-hmm. And and you're on point there. You're on point. But here here is here is what liberals and this is, is this is a, a definition. Liberals believe in government action to achieve equality, equal opportunity and equality for all. Government. Wait, 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 let me finish. It is the duty of the government to alleviate all social ills and to protect civil liberties and individual and all human rights. They believe that the role of the government should be to guarantee that no one is in need and that everyone receives Liberal policies generally emphasize the need for government to solve all our problems. Now, let me give you the first line of what a conservative believes. A conservative believes in personal responsibility. A conservative believes in limited government. A conservative believes in free market. A conservative believes in individual liberties traditional American values, and a strong national defense. They believe that the role of the government should be provided, should be to provide people the freedom necessary to pursue their own goals. Pursue. That's one of the words, you know, when they talk about, they always, you know, our founding fathers were so smart because they talked about liberty and equality, but they also said it's about the pursuit of happiness. And And that pursuit cannot come from the federal government. It has to come from within. But but what the government can do is conservative policies generally emphasize the government will empower you to pursue, not hold your hand, not give you free hand. Think about what we talked about yesterday. Barack Obama was president when the first time in our nation's history we spent more money on handouts to our citizens and let's face it a lot of non-citizens and entitlements and welfare than we actually did in defense and when you sit there and you start to understand what it is that is happening here and why I say and I wish I hope I'm wrong but revolution and Ron Paul used to talk about it all the time it is coming because really when you think about it almost half of all the households in this country get a check from the government and when that happens, those people, what? I mean, do I mean honestly, what? Do we expect them to be okay with all of a sudden not getting that check? No, this is why we're having ink. People are getting nervous. All that's going to get taken away. And so you're sitting there, and we're looking at this whole thing, this whole dichotomy of how all of this is playing out. And, and I just, I, I'm just, I'm amazed at what it is that we're watching on the one hand, and that, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. Wall Street, is, it's even more, you know, we hit 20,000, and they're so happy. They're so happy that they finally got there. And then, I, of course, the, the, the question for me is, 
you wait a minute. If this was really great, why weren't we already doing this? Right? If all of these policies are going to be so great, why wouldn't Wall Street have already done them? Right? Why wouldn't have all of these these multinational conglomerates already started doing it? Why weren't they lobbying all of our elected officials to, to do this stuff? Instead, they're up there lobbying them for what? Well, we need more uh, visa, H-1B. You know, we, we don't have enough workers here. And, and, and uh, well, you know what? We have enough workers here. We just don't want to pay them that much. And we'd like to bring in foreigners to come here and work for less. And if we can't do that, we'd at least like to bring them in long enough to train them on how to do the job and then send them back so we can bring the jobs over. That's what they were lobbying for. Were they lobbying for a wall? No. Were they lobbying for tariffs? No. Were they lobbying to bring the jobs back? Absolutely not. And I just find that very interesting. Don't you think that's interesting? Right? You're sitting there, you think about it, right? That. This is going to make their stocks go up. Well, actually, you know what has led the rally? I'll, I'll actually tell you what. It has nothing to do with any of that. It actually has to do with uh, late yesterday. The Democrat sent uh, a bill where they want to spend a trillion dollars on infrastructure. Of course, Donald Trump has one of the things that he ran on was what? I'm going to spend a trillion dollars over the next 10 years on redoing our infrastructure. He talks about it all the time. Our airports stink compared to the... And, of course, you know, Donald Trump, let's face it, this guy's been to other places. When you go to China, when you go to Dubai, when you go to all these other countries, they've got these greatest facilities on Earth. You fly into Philadelphia or LaGuardia, you think you're flying into a third-world country. You'd think. And so this has got, you know what, so... Hey, any time again that the government's going to spend a lot of money, right? That that that's that's newsworthy. So all of the, I am sure, I'm guessing all of the construction firms and all of those, hey, there's going to be work there. Donald Trump today, border walls coming, right? That's more money, right? He's, he uh, also is authorizing the hiring of thousands of more custom and immigration enforcement. I mean, he's going to work. All the things that he said he was going to, and, and you know, Washington doesn't know what to do. No, because what he's done, they're what like, he's wait a to do right, right, no. Donald, you, it doesn't work like that. You're supposed to make all these promises, but then when you get here, you're not supposed to do any of them. Right? That's the unwritten rule. We all make the promises, but then we get up here, we don't actually do anything. I saw yesterday where somebody said, we actually have a true CEO in the right, Oval yeah, let's Office, go. and he does. I wonder how. I, I wonder how it's all going to play out. Because you know what, they don't do anything fast. Well, uh, you, you see, they're stalling. On, uh, they're still stalling on confirmation. Oh yeah, well they were, they're going to drag that they're out. They're dragging they're, that out, but I'm telling you, somebody's going to get a pointy stick and start pushing people around. <laughs> I think Donald Trump's going to get on Twitter and start calling people names. You know what? This is your senator. This is your governor. Whoever is the, uh, the head of whatever committee that's slowing it down, 
he will not be in his position the next time boats come around. That's what's going to happen. Here's another thing. And we talk about the Donald Trump effect. Uh, We were talking in the break about the the National Foundation for the Arts and the federally funded arts. One of the things that Trump wants to get rid of. Now, coincidence? All of a sudden, that's going to be unfunded, defunded, call it whatever you want. Hmm. Last week, Meryl Streep gets up there and makes that fancy (laughs) speech. Hey, you know what? I, I, you know what? That was a hurtful little speech. I, I'm going to say this. Blah, blah, blah. Right? They're losing and, and their funding. People are all up in arms about, we need the arts now more than ever. We need the arts. And then I'm like, I would love to have the arts. I would love it. So what are we going to do? We're going to pay for art class or the or teacher's, teacher's pension? Which one's Which important? one? Which one? Because, you know, they've gotten rid of everything. When you go, my kids' school experience vastly different than when I grew up. There is no art class, right? He didn't make the uh, the the popsicle stick uh, building, right? Cabin made out of popsicle sticks. They didn't do that. They didn't do the uh, the. The construction paper turkey with the handprint, right? They didn't, none of that stuff happened. There's no band. Take it by the choir and band. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The First Amendment of the United States Constitution begins by saying, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Those few words have been the subject of countless debates and dozens of Supreme Court decisions. Some people on the left believe that placing a nativity scene on the county courthouse lawn is a government establishment of religion. Those same people believe that putting a cross-shaped memorial to honor fallen servicemen on public property is also a government establishment of religion. Most of us on the right are starting to wonder exactly what does not count as a government endorsement of religion. Well, finally, the left has given their answer. Mayor Bill de Blasio of New York City has launched a taxpayer-funded campaign to promote Islam in the Big Apple. The campaign includes pro-Islam signs around the city and special multilingual brochures to tell Muslims when they are being discriminated against. If this is not a government endorsement of religion, I don't know what is. The ACLU would never let a government support a pro-Christianity or pro-Judaism billboard campaign. Why are they not stepping up to sue New York City? The fact is, the left will not call for this campaign to be stopped because they are not actually against religion. They are simply against the Judeo-Christian heritage that America was founded upon. In one breath, they want to remove any reference to the God of the Bible, and in the next breath, they're calling for the government to spend untold thousands of dollars to support Islam. This lack of consistency is what separates conservatism from liberalism. As conservatives, we understand that government should not favor Islam like this new campaign in New York City has done. 
However, a nativity scene on the courthouse lawn is hardly a billboard telling people to support Christianity. It is merely an expression of the closely held religious beliefs of the vast majority of the American people. If liberals truly want to stop a government endorsement of religion, their first target should be New York City and its clear violation of the First Amendment. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Religious liberty is under attack. In schools, churches, and private businesses, a new wave of hostility to religion is being touted by the media and upheld by radical judges. To share your thoughts and experiences, go to pseagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. It doesn't happen very often. At least that's what I'd like to tell myself. But I made a mistake yesterday. And I blame Which Homer. One? In... <laughs> Which one? Which one that that's doesn't exactly happen very often? <laughs> like I said, I like to say that to myself. You know what? Your listeners are going, how many times have I heard this? Anyway, go on. You're not that funny. I'm hilarious. My kids tell me I am. <laughs> yeah, after you slip them five bucks. There you go. Uh, actually, now you got to give them a 20. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about, so we ran the special, you know, the big special, which was those saints at like 62 $3 over spot, which you know, I get it. It's been slow in here. I'm matter of fact, slow is probably not even the right word, right? It, my uncle always used to say it had to speed up to get to slow. And everybody I'm talking to is saying the same thing. Everybody's super slow. And in addition to those saints, we had run the $10 liberties, and I said they were 675 which was incorrect. Uh, they're they're six hundred and fifty dollars, and actually they were six sixty yesterday. They're six fifty today. But I apologize, uh, I misspoke. And the sad part was, is I actually believed myself. So, <laughs> one of the customers got to process that one. Right, well, one of the customers said, "You know, it's cheaper online than what you said on the." And I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm a." I'm not very smart, so I apologize. U.S. ten dollar liberties; uh, those are the half ounce. They're six fifty, which is what uh, thirteen hundred dollars, and, and gold's at twelve hundred dollars right now. So, a uh, hundred bucks over. I mean, these, these premiums—they have come. I mean, these are historic low levels when you talk about what you're able to buy gold for over spot right now. Every year, once or twice a year, premiums get real cheap. And it only lasts, you know, maybe a week, maybe two, but this is by far the lowest I ever remember them being. I mean, if you think about it yesterday, if you were fortunate enough to take advantage of it, you bought $20 gold you know, for like sixty dollars over spot. I think it was sixty-two bucks at the time over spot yesterday. I think that's, that's the best deal you've probably put together in three years. 
Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah since I've owned the company, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, and, you know, and one thing I wanted to add to um, what you're saying there is this. Anytime our listeners, and you're welcome to do so, go, wait a minute, you're wrong. That You know it's cheaper online than it is. Are you sure you got that price right? Call us. Call us, because here's the thing. Don't pass up on a deal because right, not you only, might be hey, listen, Not only that, if you catch me on it, I'm probably going to be so embarrassed embarrassed that I'm going to give you even a better deal. Yeah, just which, call. Which happened to the person, by the way, that called. They got even a better deal. But uh, nonetheless, I wanted to uh, let everybody know. Uh, Homer, can you uh, grab the phone, please? Uh, I wanted to let all you know I apologize. I, I made that error yesterday. Uh, so uh, making you a great deal today, uh, U.S. $10 libs at $650. Uh, you know, here's the thing that really caught my eye today, and it doesn't have to do anything with Trump or the election or the fact that everybody's just, they don't know what to do. Half the country is in sheer panic. And the rest of us are, are watching and thinking, why? Why? But here's something, and I talked about it yesterday. And then in the Wall Street Journal this morning, here it is. And we're talking about home sales. And they were talking about how the inventory of homes on the market now is back to where they were in 1999. And I said, well, that's perfect because that's all we... That's that's all we're selling. And and so the the I guess what I was saying yesterday is listen this housing market is perfect. Because we got about the right amount of inventory for the amount of homes that we've sold. And I said the thing that that they've tried to perpetuate is how this housing market is back. And I went through this whole thing about how interest rates in 1999, if you were getting a home loan, you were paying 8%. Right? And all of you could go down to the bank, go down to get a CD, and and get 7 8% a year. And that was how it was supposed to be. And the home average price of a home was $134,000. And one of the things that happened during the financial crisis, and part of how they've made this miracle happen, and by I say they, I'm talking about the Federal Reserve, I'm talking about our elected officials. One of the big reasons why there's allegedly not enough homes on the market is somebody bought hundreds of thousands, if not millions of homes, right, these hedge funds. And and it happened yesterday. Fannie broadens role, Fannie and Freddie, right, government, taxpayer-funded. They broaden roles to house rentals. Now all of these Wall Street companies that bought all of these homes want the government to guarantee them. But they're not selling them. 
but they're not selling them. No, they want to they want to keep renting them out. Fannie Mae is now going to back debt from Blackstone Group in their investment in single-family homes, offering an important endorsement to Wall Street's expanding business of owning rental homes. So when you sit there and you start reading all the headlines, about how home prices are back. Just know this. The pinstripe bandits are now the housing market. And it's gotten so big and so powerful that they've gotten our elected officials, I don't even know if they had to even vote on this, to now back up their debt Hey, we're Wall Street. We don't have to take risks with our money. We'll make the government do it. Stick it to the taxpayer. Talk more about this next. <laughs> wow. I, I'm just looking through this. It is incredible. I have... I'm not smart enough. I'm hoping that one of the the, the people that, that I go to to get all of these numbers will put these together. Are they alternative facts? These are, this one, you know, Blackstone, they have a subsidiary, and it's called Innovation Home. And they got the federal government, they want to, here's what they want to do. Let's just call it what it is. They want to make an IPO. Right, so they want to they want to put a bunch of money in their pocket, and the only way they can do it is if somebody else will guarantee the debt on all these homes that they bought. And so, lo and behold, out of the kindness of our hearts, uh, our government's going to do it for them. They happen to be the largest owner of homes in this country, so this company, Innovation Home. I believe they own over 50,000 homes in America. Uh, Wells Fargo, right? Maybe the world's worst bank. You know that they own 48,431 homes? I did not know that. I did not know that either. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. You know what? My bad. I want to... I want to backtrack on that. That is innovation. That's innovation. BlackRock, they are the largest with 48,000. See, I do make more than one mistake. It's not that rare. I like that you're <laughs> admitting to your false... Oh, I'm a flawed your man. Fault, you, your fault. I'm man. a flawed man. They own, they're the largest 48,431 homes. They own properties in only... 13 cities. That's it. 13 cities. And they own like 50,000 homes. And they say that they're going to use the proceeds of the IPO to repay older debt. (laughs) We want to create this debt so we can pay some older debt. And we want the government to guarantee it. 
They say that uh, they're now selling rental bonds. Yes, you too can have this in your IRAs, in your 401k, rental bonds. Uh, $18.3 billion of rental bonds. With they, they have $16.8 billion of that outstanding. Fannie and Freddie Mae don't issue mortgages, but they buy the mortgages issued by the banks. And apparently now they are going to start buying all the mortgages owned by Wall Street. Isn't that nice of them? You know, just ask yourself this. And by the way, they, they said that this was the sign that the Fannie Mae's involvement signals a belief that home ownership will remain out of reach for many Americans. Home ownership has declined since the housing crisis and, of course, we talked about that, right? That's what we talked about yesterday. How can house prices be back to all-time highs when less and less people own their homes? Now we know. What's the solution? Right? The millennials can't buy. They all got student loans. Well, now they're going to be, what, renting from Wall Street. And you think Wall Street's going to make sure that those prices are higher? Of course they are. And I sit there and I think, shouldn't the American public have had the chance to buy these homes? If all of a sudden, I don't know, a million homes hit the market, what would happen to the price? You would think... Um, Prices would start, down, right? start, falling. start falling. People could maybe actually afford to buy a home. I don't know, call me crazy. But now they're sitting there yesterday, oh, there's no houses on the market. Oh, wait, we want to sell bonds because we bought them. <laughs> so now we know, like, the, you know, one out of every four homes sold is being bought all cash. Who do you think's buying them? Well, when you say all cash, to me, it's just big banks. Big banks. Big hedge funds. Buying up all the homes to make sure... No American can ever afford to own a home again. Amazing. And and now and and here's the best part though. And then they're gonna turn around and they're gonna package them up and they're gonna sell them to the same Americans that can't afford to buy their homes in their four oh one Ks and their IRAs. <laughs> oh, I how did this happen? how did we get here? And you start really thinking about what did they really do? What did this quote-unquote recovery really cost us? What did it really cost us? Now we got to believe, right, that there's full employment, yet 95 million people aren't in the workforce. But we got full employment. Matter of fact, there's so much employment out there, we don't know what to do. There's just not enough workers. What are we going to do? Right? GDP, there's no GDP growth. Right? Then any GDP growth we get is always what? Well, someone bought a cabillion dollars of soybean, right? And, and tofu. 
Somehow everything worked out. What has it cost us? All of these companies were insolvent. And so now, not only are they not insolvent, they own more homes in America than anybody else. Page the Radio News Hour, final segment on a hump day. Final segment on a Wednesday. A uh, quick look in the Dow. It's holding 20,000, 20,048. As, as they're very excited because at least, we, I think we know this. The Democrats and the Republicans both want to spend a trillion dollars on infrastructure. Well, there's no, there's no question they all like money. They all like to spend money, so that's the one thing they're going to agree on. That's got everybody excited. Uh, the NASDAQ and the SP. I think we got a clean sweep. All three are at record highs. Uh, gold is off nine dollars right now at twelve oh one. Kiko has it down less, but twelve oh one is where it is at. Uh, Silver is at seventeen oh one right now. Seventeen oh one down seventeen cents. Uh, the special today, and really, if you think about it, just incredible. You know, if you took uh, the spot price, you know, twelve oh one, and you divided that by two. $600.50 and you think you can buy a $10 Liberty for $49.50 over spot I mean just unheard of US $10 gold pieces these are the old ones too 1866 to 1907 legal lawful constitutional tender the government considers them to be a collectible this is not bullion and there's a uh, a big distinction there. The last time the government confiscated gold in 1933, they had a loophole. And that loophole was anybody that owned collectible coins could keep them. Everybody else had to turn them in. So when you think about being able to, these coins obviously meet the criteria for that. Anything minted before 1933 by the U.S. government uh, in gold is considered now to be a collectible, and to buy that, it's so close to spot. It's just a a great opportunity. I don't know how long it's going to last, but as long as it lasts, uh, you know, you really what you're doing is you're you're buying it. Like you know, instead of gold being twelve hundred dollars, it's like you're buying it at at like eleven hundred and twenty, eleven hundred and thirty dollars. Because that normal premium at $1,200 gold, you'd probably be paying somewhere, you know, or close, much closer to $700 than $650. So you're saving. It's a significant savings. U.S. $10 liberties, uh, they're at $650. Uh, as well, we still have rolls of quarters, the silver quarter rolls. I don't have that many. I got less than half a bag uh, of them left, so I don't have that many rolls left. Uh, but I'm going to do them at a hundred and thirty dollars, uh, which puts that at eighteen dollars and eighteen cents an ounce. So you're you'll be able to pick up silver quarters today, uh, right now at a dollar seventeen over spot. Another one, just fantastic uh, as far as what you're paying above the spot price. And anytime you can buy near anywhere close to spot. It's a great opportunity. 
951-0592. That's our toll-free number. Uh, both of these items are also available online, so if you don't want to talk to us, I get it. My wife hates talking to me. She tells me all the time. You can just now go out to our website, allamericangold.com, and point you and click your way through. Everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday. Wait to see what Donald's got in store for us tomorrow. Everybody take care. Have a great day.